Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Howdy, folks. Saxy Maxie here. Guess who just got manscaped? Oh, yeah. Want to know what's gross? Some of y'all are still using the same trimmer on your face, head, and sack. I'm here to tell you, that shit's dangerous and disgusting. Get yourself a product specifically designed for this exact purpose and order yourself a Lawnmower 3.0 to get a precise shave every time. Lawnmower 3.0 is Manscaped's third-generation trimmer featuring a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce cutting up your bits. This thing may be as strong as Sex Panther's disdain for the bucks, but your balls won't have anything to worry about. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code ABSOLUTEDGEN at manscaped.com. That's 20% off, free shipping, manscaped.com. Use the code ABSOLUTEDGEN. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the right job with Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and I've got a very special guest with me. I've got Corey from Bourbon and Horse Racing. What's going on, Corey? Hey, how how, how are you? Oh man, not too bad at all. How about you? Pretty good. Getting excited for the Kentucky Derby. Yes, it's, this must be like Christmas for you, or the Super Bowl, or the Daytona 500. <laughs> yeah, 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 the Super Bowl of horse racing. <laughs> They do it at the beginning of the season, but not the end. But all right, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Corey, your your site, Bourbon and Horse Racing. You talk about Bourbon and Horse Racing, or just horse racing, or just Bourbon, or. Uh, so part of, part of my shows that I do, um, I'll go into the stakes races on the weekends, um, and then during my show, actually, I kind of try to find some type of bourbon um, to drink on the show to just kind of bring bring it out to my to my fans um to get to to, to tie it in with horse racing because that's a big part of horse racing is you always got to have the bourbon um with you when you're betting on the horses oh yeah absolutely so okay i gotta ask you then what is the difference between bourbon and whiskey the, the biggest difference is just the corn content and from each one and then how they're one of them could be aged a little bit longer one of them's aged in a certain type of barrel um that's basically the the gist of it there's not too much of a difference oh um it's just the, the corn content and then the, the the way it's aged gotcha gun to your head do you like bourbon better or whiskey better um i i think i'm leaning more towards bourbon after i've tried a couple different ones okay um so yeah i think the most recent the most recent one that I've drank, it's called America Bourbon, <laughs> and it's only like sixteen dollars a bottle. So, nothing wrong with a little bit of good cheap cheap bourbon. So, <laughs> we call that beat it. a little rot gut going on. Okay, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, man. Well, that's cool. That's cool. So yeah, you, so you have a site and I see you put up betting guides. I mean, not for every race, but for races you like, or for tracks you like, or how do you differentiate? Yeah. So usually I go by, um, what has the most popular race for that day. So if there's a stakes race, um, or a popular horse is racing, um, I usually put it at the top of my queue. Um, and then I have also the, the popular tracks like Belmont, Santa Anita and Churchill that are always on my, my list when they're racing. All right. And, um, let's see here. I'm looking at, I'm looking at the, uh, the, the post today, your Sunday betting guide. It's yeah. Santa Anita. You went through that. You've got a contenders, a challengers and a long shot. Can you kind of walk me through that? Yeah. So usually I go with my, my top two. Um, usually are the ones that go into the, my, my topic, my contenders. Um, and that's usually the horses that I see that, are, that have the best chance of winning. Um, and then it goes down to the challengers, maybe a little bit of price play in there. Sometimes my long shots sneak in. Um, those are just the ones that I use uh, to give that extra price. If I'm playing the bigger tickets, the pick fours and pick fives. Um, and then the long shot plays is just a, a horse that I'd like to, place a win play show bet on um and usually the horse that's going to ruin my pick four or pick five tickets but i also could win some money on it <laughs> if it were to place so okay so let's just let's i'm looking let's i'm looking at the list let's just uh pretend that I, you know i'm just going in blind would would how would you lay this out would you just bet on the contenders or would you you know uh, would you include like a trifecta with the challengers both ways or so I, I, on my guides, I like to go with my, my, my top two. I'll be using an exacta. So they're my first place horses that I think will win. And then I usually throw in my challengers and my long shot for my second place. Um, and then some, sometimes it usually pays off pretty good because my challenger and long shot plays can usually be 10 feet and usually returns a pretty decent amount on an exacta. Okay. If I play a trifecta, I usually play the top horse and then a couple of the middle horses and then the long shot in there as well. All right. But you wouldn't like, are you opposed to just betting wins? Like, you know, just one in seven kind of chop up a bet and see which one um, wins. Is it, that's not your style. Yeah, so sometimes, sometimes I'll put a five or $10 win bet on my, my top pick. Um, just if I, if I feel really confident with them and if, if their odds are usually four to one or better, um, just so I have a decent return of investment there instead of playing something that's two to one or eight to five. Um, that way I have a little bit more money coming back to me if it were to win. Oh yeah, totally. I get you on that. Ah, nice. Nice. How long have you been doing this? Um, so this is kind of like our, our one year anniversary coming up on the Kentucky Derby. Um, we kind of got started at a bad time with when, when COVID <laughs> hit. Um, and uh, the only two tracks I were racing were probably, two that nobody's heard about or they don't hear about now <clears throat> with Will Rogers and Fawner Park, um, just handed, giving out picks for those uh, tracks. And I think they were limited to like six races per card. I mean, it was a slow start before uh, we got into the summer and then everything kind of opened up a little bit without fans. Now we're back. So yeah. Wow. Cool. I, I, I really like it. And it's cool. You, you, there's no paywall here. You just go to your site and read your stuff, huh? Yeah. 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 I, I've played around with having them, uh, being the tickets being purchased, but, uh, I think it's for now, it's just easier just to open it up and let people communicate and, and talk and see what the, their betting aspects are compared to mine. And if, if my 
betting guides even help out um, with some of their tickets that they've played. Well, uh, let's hope it, let's hope it uh, pays out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a fan two weeks ago that played um, at Keeneland, and, and he he returned about eight hundred bucks on a pick five ticket. Oh wow, very nice. So yeah, yeah, that was huge. His he sent me his ticket, and it's up on my website. Well, very cool. So, but we're here to specifically really talk about the Kentucky Derby, right? Yes. So let's uh, let's let's do it. Do you have any have any horses you want to clue us in on that we should be keeping an eye out? Yeah, I mean, like most, the, the, the popular betting choice is probably going to be essential quality. Um, a horse that's coming in undefeated, the Kentucky Derby, um, has ran, I believe, I think he's 5-0. and oh, He's undefeated um, coming in. So, And his last victory was in the Bluegrass, um, which is kind of not really a big prep race coming into the Kentucky Derby. Usually horses go to Florida or Santa Anita to really – gear up for the derby um so that's kind of a big question mark but i still think it's probably the top of the class and i think it's definitely going to be the horse to beat and it's going to be everybody's betting choice what do you think uh so he's, he's not going to the, he's not really pushing himself here as it, it got close so what do you think that means? yeah yeah what I, do just, you think the I, like, I mean he he ran what the breeders cup future futurity um which is like for two-year-olds and he won that uh so I think that the, the the connections there thought, well, he won the Breeders' Futurity. We don't need to push him any harder. Let's just get our points and get to the Derby as our main goal. Um, so I think that's kind of why he maybe he bypassed some of the bigger prep races, like the Florida Derby or the Santa Anita Derby. Um, and I, and I just think that with him winning the, the, those early races when he was a two year old, they didn't they didn't expect him to need much more. Mm. So no concern, yeah. do you think, from the trainers that maybe he's not no, faced? No, no, no. I don't like think so. Okay. I mean, he's fa- he's faced some pretty decent qualities in those races, um, but he, he's he's going to go up against a, a few different ones that he has not faced off against. All right. Well, I like that essential quality. Anybody else we should keep an eye on? Are we just going to go to concert tour next? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, he's he's actually out of the Kentucky Derby now. Oh, is he? Yes. Yeah, so oh, he happened? was my top pick. Um, he got beat in his last race. He got beat in the Arkansas Derby. Uh, connections kind of went in there with the mindset that they didn't need to win the race. They just needed to finish well and save the horse for the Derby. So I don't know if that's what happened. He ended up finishing third um, behind Superstock, who was a rather long shot that won that race. Um, and the connections kind of tossed the idea back and forth and then ended up pulling him out last week and are going to uh, try to aim for the Preakness, which is the second leg of the triple crown. Right. So bummer on my part. Cause I, I was high on that horse before he even really got started after he won his maiden, his first race. Um, and he, he's been on my top 10 top five list for quite some time. So that's a horse we should circle concert tour. Maybe not for the Kentucky Derby, yes, but yes. keep an eye out for him down the road. Yes, definitely keep an eye out for him down the road. Um, I mean, his trainer is Hall of Famer Bob Baffert, so that's always one to watch for. Never heard of him. Is that, he must be new training. Right? He's been he's been in there for a while. Yeah, he's yeah. the one that usually has a bunch of controversy around him. Too. <laughs> Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. 
depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. All right. So aside from essential quality, who else should we be looking for? Um, I kind of like Rock Your World um, coming out of the Santa Anita Derby. So that was a big prep race um, that a lot of people had their eyes on to see who would come out of there and go to the Derby. Um, he actually has ran two times on the grass and won both of those and then tried the dirt at this, in the Santa Anita Derby and actually blew the competition away. Mm. Uh, so that kind of floored everybody and said, okay, this horse can run on the grass. He definitely can run on the turf. So uh, we'll see what he can do in the Kentucky Derby. Probably will be the second or third betting choice uh, in the Kentucky Derby just because he he posted a decent speed figure um, in the Santa Anita Derby. Um, he's undefeated, uh, and, and he just looks like a, a Kentucky Derby horse is what he what he is. Nice. <laughs> All right, so we got two right there. How are you going to play this? Is this an exact bet in your mind right here? Um, so I'm probably going to use these two definitely for my top of my exacta. So who I think could win. Um, and definitely my trifecta is on who I think could come in first. Mm. So you're going to lay your ticket out essential quality and rock your world, both in the first position. Yes, definitely okay. the ones. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> who else are we going to back it up with? Um, so I, I threw this one in here as, as a spoiler, just because there's not much on this one. It's known agenda. Um, and he won the Florida Derby. Um, he has a pretty good trainer and Todd Pletcher um, has posted some, monster speed figures over 100 um which is what i guess a good speed figure for the kentucky derby would be anything that can over 100 buyer speed figure um is is really what the kentucky derby is built on is speed so with him posting that in the florida derby um he's been posting some huge workouts uh all this week at churchill um, and I think that's one that's one that's going to be around eight to one probably mm. come post time so definitely some good money to be earned there. Uh, okay. He could play a spoiler, but I'm going to definitely use him for second, third, and maybe depending on what his odds are, throw him up in, the, in my top. Okay. Oh, cool. Who else you like? So my long shot pick, I have to go with midnight bourbon because he has bourbon in the name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the horse is probably going to be 20 to one, maybe 30 to one. Um, come post time um, and every race that he's ran, he's either finished first, second or third. So he, he, he's got the percentage and the statistics to hopefully keep, keep that up and, and run first, second or third um, in here. And, and he gets a hall, a hall of fame uh, jockey aboard Mike Smith, um, which will definitely help this horse out. And he's familiar with Churchill and these big races. So I think that, I think he'll be a great addition uh, for midnight bourbon and Hey, nothing wrong with the name. No, no, no. I thought you might look at Bourbonic, too. <laughs> I was thinking that one, too, but he was the one that just, ah, I don't know. He's just too much of a long shot for me. You know, looking at at the Kentucky Derby, you're going to see Asmussen. You're going to see Pletcher and Cox and just everybody. How would you possibly gauge? Because, I, I mean, trainers mean something in some of the other races. But when we're at this level, how on earth, what should we be looking for here? Because it's it's the who's who. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Brad Cox has been training really well all year long. Yeah. Um, and, and he's got the top one in here in essential quality. And then you look at Steve Asmussen, who's um, trying to get his first 
uh, Kentucky Derby victory. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of trainers coming in trying to find that first win since Bob Baffert's taken the last four, I believe, in the oh, past really? four years. Yeah, yeah, he's oh. he's dominated the show, so to speak. Um, and I think he only has one or two horses in here um, now that Concert Tour has been eliminated basically so the door is open for a new trainer i like it man i like it yeah so uh, so we got that laid out on your site are you going to put all the are you going to put the whole day or is it just going to be kentucky derby specific i mean the whole day of races Um, yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna i think churchill kicks off tuesday Mm -hmm. um with the race cards and friday's what's the kentucky oaks day so that's the race for the phillies the girls um so i'll do a special on that um, and then I'll do the whole card for Saturday, um, Kentucky Derby Day, and then I'll do a special Kentucky Derby episode. Nice, nice. Oh, very Jeff. cool. Yeah, we'll definitely have a yeah. link over to your site uh, on the post, so free people can uh, check it out. Awesome, get, get thank all you. The data. Yeah. Oh yeah, man, I love it. I love it. What else do you do besides horse racing? Do you, do you gamble much? You go to hit the tables? Um, not not really. Um, every now and then I'll do a little bit of sports gambling. Nice. Um, Especially with March Madness just getting over, that was that was exciting. It was exciting, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, minus for the, it seemed pretty likely that the two teams were going to meet in the finals. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. That was kind of a given from, I don't know, back in October. I think everybody knew that was going to happen. Yeah. So you're down south, right? Um, I'm in, in Indiana, actually. Indiana, oh Christ. Yeah. So you you're one of those Big Ten guys who think they're worth a shit. So nope, I'm not a I'm not a Big Ten guy. I'm not an IU fan. <laughs> What's your school? What's your fan? What are you from? Um, uh, University of Louisville. Oh, Louisville. Okay. okay. Yes. Yes. Anybody who wants to shit on the Big Ten is always welcome to um, <laughs> uh, when you're talking to me. So it's nice. Oh boy. Is there any other? I mean, do you want to? I mean, we can touch on anything you want to. Is there anything else we should touch on? I mean, it doesn't have to be Kentucky Derby. It could be a little bit of advice for, you know, our guys are mostly sports bettors and probably table gamblers much more than horse racing. Yeah. Any pointers or, or thoughts you want to get? I mean, I can kind of go into what I look at when I look at a, a path performance on what I look at for betting. Hell yeah, man. I'd love to hear that. I'd love to hear that. Yeah. So, so my, my main focus when I, when I get a path performance on a race, um, I'm not, I mean, most people obviously go in and look at the name or the color of the horse or the number of the horse, <laughs> but I, I like the numbers side of it. I like the statistics. Um, so the first thing that I do, um, is go and look at the speed of the horse. What, what is the average speed that the horse run? What is the highest speed that the horses ran? Um, and there's two different ones. There's what's called an equibase speed figure. Yes. And then there's the buyer speed figure. That one's a little bit more common. I mean, and I, and that's the one I usually go off of. Um, I just think in, in today's horse racing world that speed is everything. The horses are bred for speed and that's what everybody wants. Everybody wants the speed horses. Everybody wants the horses that can run the fastest. Now, 20 years ago, I believe it was everybody wanted the horse with the most stamina that can last the longest that can run till they're six or seven years old. But now it's like, everybody wants these three, four year old horses that, can be fast and then have a, I don't know, six race career and then retire and make just as much money um, breeding the horses as they can racing them. Right. Right. So I I definitely go in, I look and see who's the top speed in the field. And I usually circle that horse and put him as, as the top. Um, And then I also look for the horses with the speed that's increasing so let's say two races back, the horse ran a 98 speed figure and then the time back it ran a hundred. So obviously that horse is improving 
So I circle that horse and move him up to the top as well as, as he is getting better or he's getting stronger as he's racing. And hopefully he continues that and continues to increase his speed. Um, so I think, I think that's a great angle, especially for beginners is just, is just picking out the speed figure or the speed horses based off their speed figures. Uh, because usually if you could, if you can narrow down one or two speed figures as your top two, then you're halfway there to the exactor or trifecta. Nice. And do you, would you give any credence to like the Equibase predicted speed factor or no, you want the hard data of what they've actually done. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like what they've actually ran okay. um the predicted speed usually kind of factors into what the track is doing the track conditions and stuff like that and then also factors into the pace scenario of the race and that's that's just a lot a lot to understand on on a simple card is who's going to go out to the front and who's going to go slow or they're going to go fast like that, that that factors into a lot so i think if you just look at the the speed itself and see which one has has that fast speed I mean, that's a good indicator of a horse that could easily be up, up at the top. All right. So speed trumps class, trumps maybe pace as well. Just, just speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the pace scenario is hard to dictate mm-hmm. uh, because you never know because I think the, the, that's where the game is lacking because it'd be nice to know what the connections are thinking before you go and wager. Are they going to send their horse to the front or are they going to try to cut him back and make him go slow at the beginning? So you you just never know. Like in, in basketball, teams can always make adjustments based on the team that they're going to play. And you kind of usually know that in horse racing, you don't get anything. <laughs> you just get the paper copy of a little bit of numbers. That's that's horse racing in a nutshell, isn't it? It's such, <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a hard nut to crack. <laughs> oh, funny. Um, do you want to talk about parimutuel betting at all? Uh, you know, eventually I'm going to run for office. My only platform is going to be fixed odds in horse racing. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know much about it. I've I've seen a couple guys on Twitter that's, I believe, wagered a couple of those fixed odds up in Canada. Yeah, I, I think Canada has it, and it's and it's pretty cool. Yeah, um, definitely some bigger payoffs. But I don't I don't think I don't think we get it here in the states. You don't get it. We don't. Uh, I'm from Kansas City in Canada right now, so I you know I, I know the pain of paramutual betting, and yeah. uh, and I have access to fixed odds now, and it's just right. night and day. Yeah. yeah, like I'm telling, I, I tell everybody, like you, you got to contact your senator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I think it helps. The it helps. It'll help the game absolutely before racing. But I just I just think they're too stubborn. I know. I like know. it's crazy what the the wagering and TV time and everything like this for all these tracks and there's so many different betting applications that they're all just fighting for bodies right now. You can, and uh, you know what, um, two minutes to post Andrew from two minutes to post said, keep everything else paramutual. That's fine. Just give us, Just give us the win bet. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That would be great. Just the win. Yeah. And then everything else can say the same. Fantastic. Right. All right. So you're on my, you're on my side. I can count on your vote when I'm running for president. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah. got it. Okay. Okay. Very good. Building my campaign right now. <laughs> Very cool. I mean, I know this is going to be a hell of a week for you. So I really Thanks. appreciate you taking a few minutes out of your day to talk to us. No problem. All right, man. Uh, any other final thoughts? Um, no, just enjoy this this week, building up to this week. It's, it's a great part of history. Uh, hopefully, if you, if you wager and you follow Bourbon and Horse Racing and you watch our, our videos and follow our pin guides, hopefully you win some money. Uh, it's going to be a great week information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. 
Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.